Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Fahey, your host. And it is John Boy time, I'm afraid. Joining me as ever, for the prettiest boy under the sun, the Sultan of Smut. We're talking about Aaron Joseph Peter right now. That's me. Uh, I'm guilty as charged. Uh, I've been accused of Trinko's PP once or twice in my life. Uh-huh. And yep. You've played guilty every time. One hun- no contest. <laughs> I like the taste. Yeah, I like the taste. <laughs> Such a good defense. <laughs> I don't know if you don't. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to my right, your left. Yes. Is Doctor mm-hmm. Matt Brusso. Ah, yeah. LSD. That's now, exactly right. Now, mo- molesty. Molesty. No. <laughs> Molester. <laughs> uh, now, Matt, are you a doctor of trigonometry? <laughs> I suppose I am, Aaron. You know, it comes and goes, as do I. And, mm. uh, you know, I learn things all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how to frig. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And frag, yeah. Man, well. Frig. Fragonometry. Frigonometry. Hell yeah. Tribonometry. Oh, oh yeah. And I, oh, yeah, I have a live show. This uh, We're all be demonstrating my knowledge this week. Oh, is that right? Yep. That's right. That's going to be a robot party. Yep, Thursday. Fuck yeah. I like that place. We've all done shows there. Yes, uh-huh. that's very exciting. Um. Uh, shout out to uh, the Bitburger. Oh, Bitburger, uh, Deutsches Bier. Uh, Dispester. Dispester. Uh, shout whether, out whether you're a Schweinbauer or a Schneider. Yeah. Or a Magneto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bitburger. If you guys don't know, that's a deep cut from X Men First Class. That's right. Uh, in the last 24 hours, Nick Johnson has subscribed to the Patreon. Fuck yeah, Nick. As a tryout. Big Nick Jet. And we had uh, Joshua Manners <laughs> on March 1st tryout. Sherry Preston, piss connoisseur. Yeah, wow. Well, you know, it's a one in a hundred people have the wherewithal to be a true of course. piss connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Kevin Benedetti? Kevin piss, Benedetti. Piss connoisseur. Wow, wow. Do and, we have, do we have a, a tier called Comelier? I don't think we do. Comelier. 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 I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, Somalia have come. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. We should Actually, we yeah. should have that. Yeah. We definitely should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John, can I borrow your letter? If you build it, they will come. That's right. Uh, and if you come. If you're building. They w- they'll pay for it. <laughs> Thank you. Anthony Adams, try out on the Patreon. Getting an episode per week. Hey. Not available ex- to the public. An extra, ep- no, an extra episode I per mean, week. If I may toot my own horn here. Which I love to do. Yeah, I love when you toot your horn. Oh, multiple times a day. Sick. Doctor's orders. <laughs> Doctor of trigonometry. Uh, oh, it was trigonometry. Trigonometry. That's right. Listen, man. If you like this show, and you know, you if one of the things that you like about it is not necessarily the the riveting profiles. Yes. The hardcore history. Yeah. If that if that is just. A part of what you like. And what, the, what if the part that you really like is some of the witty banter? You want to see these guys get off the chain. Yeah, the insight. 
the insight into uh, uh, topics mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily profiles of weirdos. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps you just like to hear us wax philosophical on certain things. Yes. Or if maybe you like to hear a little guy <laughs> like James Burke <laughs> connect the dots between things in history. Uh-huh. Or you like to hear a little guy named, I don't know, Aaron Pita mm-hmm. explain it all mm-hmm. in a concise and overly analytical manner on <laughs> things that have loving. no business a, being uh-huh. analyzed in, the, a, in such a way. It's a loving fashion. Mm. It, in yeah, such a, in a, a, in a truly um, yeah. phenomenal fashion. Yeah. Um, you know, Terminator 1 and 2. Yeah. Explained all the way. Yeah. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. All the way explained. Completely disregarding excellent adventure beforehand. We'll get there. We'll get, we'll get there. there. We'll get in there. In due time. In I'm due thinking time. About, I, you know, we are coming up on the one year anniversary of Avengers Endgame. That's exactly right. Get it in Blu-ray. Uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, working on that. Also working on doing Stargate. Oh, nice. Stargate's the... Really? Yeah, yeah. Film? Start the the film. That's fucking exciting, yeah. man. Yeah, the James Spader vehicle. Uh, with... So anybody that's gonna get that, like for instance, Anthony Adams or Zane Newman or uh, Morgan, a name withheld, uh, <laughs> Chris Chris Maladin, uh Salvador Sanchez, classic, uh, Kyle Fluger, uh, Jordan March, Kellen Aritano is a mope. That is a one dollar subscriber that gets the regular episodes without ads. But hey, we, uh, well, thank you. Hey, that's, yeah, that's still nice. You're not gonna have Bloomberg knocking your door down. Getting, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know hey. what I mean? Infiltrating your mind. No, you know, no, dictating, buying your, his way into your, your voting habits. Uh, Kellen Aritano, I assume, uh, related to Allison Aritano, another uh, fan and friend of the show. These are all recent subscribers. These are Very all nice. from yeah the last uh, 20, 20 days. This thank is you, incredible folks. news. It's really, it's really fine times and good stuff. And uh, it's a very exciting time for the show. We did have a wonderful response to the Shane Moss episode. And we had a great time doing it. We had a fantastic time doing it. Um, it is uh, very good exposure for the show. Again, if you do love the show, please tell anybody and everybody you can about it. Yep. Um, we have some seriously exciting stuff coming up on this show. Yeah, we can't even talk about it. We can't even talk about it. But it, um, it is... It's high high times. Yeah. High times for profiles yeah. right now. 2020. 2020 is really kind of tearing it up. Aaron, That's what it's like. You were on the uh, you were on the slopes this weekend. I was, and uh, we had we brought in both uh, Cindy and Chris to replace you. Two person replacement for, uh-huh. the, for the Patreon. Uh-huh. Very fun time. Yeah, yeah, very very fun stuff. They brought some really weird uh, early YouTube uh, cooking eccentrics. Oh, strange I strange like people. That a lot. Um, and Matt uh, brought us the. The best uh, knuckleball pitcher. It was a very, very fine time. Phil, Phil Negro. Yeah. 80s? Uh, 80s? 60s, 70s? 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, was um, a, there was a knuckleball pitcher like in the ni- the 2000s, too. It was Tim Wakefield. Yeah, Tim Wakefield. That's that's I, That was my guess as to who would be the best knuckleball pitcher of all time. Phil Negro. Phil Negro. Uh, please uh, please get onto the Patreon if you're not are already. Uh, it is the number one way to support this show. Also, uh, check us out, Profiles, Profiles in Eccentricity on Instagram, PP Podcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Hell of a way to interact with us. It really is. And, you know, we message us. Yeah. Try it out. You want to give us suggestions? Get in touch. Yeah. We answer. <laughs> often. Yeah. Too Except, often. Yeah. Sometimes live. In we the had moment. a really wonderful message from uh, from somebody uh, this weekend. Yeah, Just, yeah. Uh, he, heaping, 
heaping on heaping the, praise, the praise on specific episodes. Oh, and it, saying that uh, the the young woman was saying that our, she loves to masturbate to our, our voices. voices. But but even though she's not into men at all, which don't exist because gender is a construct, right. as we so, all well, know. Yeah. She's learning <laughs> that gender is a construct. But yes. While she is in this learning process, yeah. she does. Like the sound of yeah, our heterosexual while she, ma- while she believes in this matrix of <laughs> yeah. lesbianism, yeah. she's you know finding out that there is you know a bigger world out there where you can just get off to the sound of three perverts' voices that happen to be construed as male but are not. It's really just a box you're putting us in. But yeah. Hey. And also, uh, uh, please subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we are yes. close to uh, getting over. Uh, uh, a financially, you know, a good number there of subscribers. Oh, so it makes we could eventually make money on the YouTube. Yeah, you know, listen, folks, if we, if this would be wonderful, if this was all that we did, yes, uh, it'd be the it'd be the, the best thing in the world. It would be just best, yeah. It's the the only thing I want to do is yeah. hang out with you boys, yeah, and talk <laughs> and, about and have, dumb shit and have all these mopes and oh. weirdos and tryouts, eavesdropping and... in on these conversations yes. and in a way participating. Yes, participate. Participating. Participating. Oh. Also, if you are, uh, we should we should give participation trophies. We should participation. Also, if you and are, tro- you can fill them up with urine. A uh, a listener on YouTube that would like us to get to the subject faster and stop with all the preambles <laughs> in the beginning. Please remember that you are a non-contributing member of society and to go fuck yourself every day of the week. Of which you probably skipped past yeah. this already, so. Uh, it is, it yeah. is a, there is a bar. The, uh, if you look at the window, on the bottom of the window is a bar with the time. Yeah. And you can just go anywhere. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, you can instantly have whatever you want, but you're still complaining. Mm-hmm. And yeah. your entitlement is baffling and shocking. Uh, but, um, you know, just maybe another podcast is for you. Maybe you should really shove off and shove along. Or, you know, if you want to come to your senses, we'll have you back. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you can stop being a little piece of shit, (laughs) then, yeah, show up. And I will love you till the day you die. Yeah. It's, It's all or nothing. Yeah, you know, you gotta be all the way in or all the way either, out. Either you're uh, this is not a buffet, pal. Yeah, either we're killing your wife and family, or we're making you king of the tribe. Yeah, yeah, That's you gotta liberating, take liberating uh, Johnson uh, callback. Right. Yes, you, yeah. You. Um, Aaron, uh, episode before the Shane Moss episode, you did do uh, a wonderful. Uh, can he be killed? That's right, Sir Adrian Carton Duart. That's right, um, and you had a little. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, he uh, he was unkillable. Yes. Shot in the cock, the cock, ass, yeah. face, ear, fake eye, all sorts of shit. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he he killed his own fake eye. Yeah, he threw it out of a fucking window. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, um, he cut out the eye that turned away. <laughs> Gangs New York reference. And then he, uh, and then he just uh, put a patch over it. And he also lost a hand, he ripped off his own fingers because the doctor wouldn't amputate them. So here he is, a one-handed, 60-year-old, one-eyed man going back into war. Just a real, uh, he also broke his back with spinal. Yeah, his back is broken. <laughs> his back was broken uh, by slipping on some, uh, slipping, slipping on a cocoa mat. Sipping on some scissor, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I think it was in Vietnam. <laughs> Vietnam! <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to give a little addendum, not an addendum, but just a, hey, here's another, you know, if I may. I think I think we're all weak. We're all just weak. Mm, yeah. You know what? What happened? Somebody said a trigger word. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now you now you've got IBS because of it. 
Some, someone called you a fag and you shit your pants. <laughs> Is that what happens now? Yeah, and that's you write, how I get you, off, and you, write, too. you write a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Right. All right, here's the deal, man. You're gonna call me a fag. I'm gonna shit my pants. Then we I'm... go our separate ways, okay? <laughs> we both come immediately. Come. Meet I'm... you here again next week. You're allergic to peanuts, you know? <laughs> you pieces of shit. <laughs> now these guys are unkillable of the previous generation. You know what sure. I'm saying? Yeah. For example, Amo no. Koivinen from Finland. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So I don't know if you let's if you want to go back to just before World War II, mm -hmm. um, the Soviets were just constantly invading uh, Finland yes. and these Nordic areas, right? And the Finns they were having none of it. They were not. And it's a snowy region. Yeah. So they had a lot of like ski patrol guys. Yeah, they had the dudes with the machine guns yeah. on skis. Yeah, you, if it's you the like craziest thing of all time. If you I... like the guys from, if you like Inception, if you like yeah. the third act of Inception, well, you're gonna love pre World War II and, Finland. But it, mm -hmm. it really is. Can we just guys with machine guns on skis? Da, 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 da. It is straight up James Bond level. It's been in I think three Bond movies. Madness. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's madness. Yes, and um, yeah. But, 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 sorry, continue. But like, let's just take a moment to <laughs> just put just picture that uh, in your head. Putting off also a massive, massive empire with uh, your your just ability to control but, the terrain yeah. that you're used to. Absolutely, I mean, crazy. It's it, it's it's much like Af Afghans. Yeah, Afghanistan. Just you know, goat herders and holding off a massive empire yeah. with their knowledge of the terrain, caves, right? under, yeah. underground rivers, like yep. it's. Yeah. And I was talking to a buddy this weekend about it. And I have more to talk about it later, but just you just drew an interesting parallel, so I, I wanted to give a little credit to the Afghan people. Right. Uh, uh, so Imo, what was his name? Imo. Koivinen. Imo Yumo. We all mo. Koivinen. Mm -hmm. uh, Imo Koivinen. Um, he was on the ski patrol. Uh, for the for the Finns, uh, so the Finns were being invaded by the Soviets. The Soviets took a bunch of land from them. Uh, eventually, when 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 Germany uh, attacked the Soviet Union uh, at the beginning of World War II, even though they said they would not, uh, one of the most surprise attack, biggest surprise attacks in history. Um, Finland partnered with Germany. Uh, I'm gonna sneeze. You're shitting me. Yeah, they partnered with Germany because they want to get their land back. In in the Nazi era, yes, wow, yes. So part of the Battle of, of um, this is a part of World War II I do not know about whatsoever. This is very fascinating. Yeah, so so they partnered with Germany to get some of their land back, and they did some invading of what was at that time Soviet territory, but was originally Finnish. Finland. Exactly. Um, so this guy Imo was a part of the ski patrol, and they were you know they were deep. They were in past enemy lines, and. Uh, they got ambushed and surrounded by the Red Army. And um, him and his comrades, they managed to escape the, the, the encirclement, but they were still being chased by the Soviets. So mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're skiing, mush, mm -hmm. mushing, whatever you say. And um, mush, mushing? Yeah, like, like the, on like the, with the dogs. Iditarod. Yeah. Got it. Uh, and he, this IMO, he, uh, young man, he was, uh, he was tasked. With carrying the the entire platoon supply of something called pervitin, which you might know um, more like commonly me. as the drug methamphetamine. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
Oh, someone's got to carry it. Yeah, someone's got to carry it. You're going to need that. You're going to need that stuff. Yeah. Better, hey, Fini- Finnish ski soldiers on meth? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen that part of it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it was given to German and Finnish troops um, during the war to help them keep awake during, long, you know. Oh, the, long the cold and the machine guns on skis would not keep you awake. Listen, man. You might doze off at a moment's notice. Yeah, yeah. You never know. You know, you get really tired, dude. <laughs> war is hell. A lot of legs. Um, oh, legs? So, yeah, so, yet. <laughs> so, um, during the unit's escape, he, he fell behind. Um, did he try a meth? Did he catch yeah. up? <laughs> you know, he fell behind and got kind of got lost and, and it got dark and he, he was skiing for hours trying to escape these guys. And, and you know, he has the shipment of and, meth? And he has the, he has All the, of it. the entire bottle of meth for the entire platoon. Here's the thing people, a lot of people don't know about meth is a little goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, well they had one <laughs> bottle. So. And you know what a lot does? <laughs> <laughs> so he was escaping, and it's in the darkness. He's wearing, like, mitts because it's zero degrees below fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't just get one out. So he dumps the entire bottle out. No. And chiefs all. No. Like 30, 40, 50, 60, who knows? But all, entire bottle. What's to say? Who knows? He doesn't remember. So, you know, he gets the, uh, you know... He doesn't know. They don't know. <laughs> I woke up and I was the king of Finland, and <laughs> we had expanded deep I'm, into I Russia. A, I had an aftertaste of liver in my mouth, and I lost 30 pounds. Everybody's talking really slowly. So he took the entire bottle, uh, and, you know, he had, he had a short burst of energy where he definitely made up some, some distance. Uh, <laughs> but after that, his body basically went into shock. He went into—he he started uh, having hallucinations— you don't say. Body temperature fluctuations, uh, full delirious state, and then uh, he lost consciousness. Wow. And uh, when he woke up, I mean, he was even more lost than before because everyone was gone. And Even uh, the ghosts. Even the yeah. hallucinations. Yeah, yeah the, the flying monkeys yeah. and pink elephants. He, he was lonely. So his comrades were gone, and he, uh, all he had was like some water, his gun, and what he was wearing. And no more meth. No, no. Uh, he's taken all it. of the meth. trouble with meth. Um, so he's in the forest, and, and, you know, the army, the Red Army is still, you know, hot hot on pursuit. Uh, and so he, he he continues on his trek home. Uh, he steps on a landmine. No. Steps on a landmine, uh, horribly injured. And Didn't then, ski over it, huh? No, no. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's one of those proximity mines like James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Uh, GoldenEye on Nintendo. Complex. Get it now. <laughs> Um, and so he, he crawls his way over to a ditch and, uh, just laid in this ditch for some days. Just really, yeah. Trying to get back. Yeah. I guess come down. I guess maybe the cold kind of slows the blood loss. And so the, the meth, you know, meth ain't going to hurt. Maybe, maybe yeah, well. it's not going to help, but it's definitely not going to hurt. Uh, so he was there for a bunch of days, um, just waiting to kind of like recoup, get back on his feet. Didn't ha- eat anything other than um some pine buds and uh a bird raw wow like a tiny little finch kind of thing nice nice uh a, a siberian jay is what it was and it's a tiny little piece of shit bird probably mostly bones and feather <laughs> in that moment though that's a so he um during this whole time you know he's still high as fuck yeah you know the he took 30 doses of this yeah, shit, right? Feels so good. So <laughs> by this point, he had traveled 250 miles on foot or ski from his point of origin. 
and he was eventually picked up by um, the Finns. Oh, they, they found him. Yeah, they found him. They found him. Uh, and his heart rate was measured at 200 beats on the shit. <laughs> Normal human heart rate, 60 to 80. He's we days upon days of at least 200 beats per minute. He had dropped down to 94 pounds. Oh, my dear God. Uh, but but, but was still not, hung- not, not su- hungry. succumbing to the cold either. No, no, they're tough people. They're used in there, you know, right. they're bundled up, right? But also, but also maybe it's maybe I it's, mean that fat that he burned and that mm-hmm. muscle that he burned was turned into heat. Yeah. Right? Right. And also the The dead bird. Two hundred beats per minute probably felt like da, a, da, 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 da. Yeah. Kind of, you know. I wonder uh, what he thought the bird was at the time. It really could have been anything on meth. <laughs> that is a turkey dinner. Yeah. Uh, you know how well fed the birds are in Siberia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, um, you know, took him took him a while, but eventually came down after a few more days. Uh, and back from a most excellent adventure. <laughs> what are you guys doing here? Station. Uh, and lived to the ripe old age of seventy-two. No shit. Yeah. Wow. OD'd, blown up by a landmine. Fell in a ditch. What was damaged by the mine? I think it's his legs. Like, but yeah, but it wasn't. It was like it wasn't horrific. It would yeah. blow his foot off, but he was okay, hit by so some shrapnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's okay. still able to move. You know. Yeah. And he, and he covered some ground. Two hundred fifty miles. Yeah, but that was just he just did that in small circles. <laughs> yeah, I was cumulative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 in the same place. Yeah, exactly. It is. Uh, he planted that mine. Yeah. Cruelty of a landmine, man. Oh, they're the fuck, they're just it's like the most just, devious. Uh, absolutely, just. I mean, but and, and then it, and then you just can't get rid of them. They're just there. Yeah, now there's just yeah. whole places they're no still one can finding them. Yeah, well, there's whole places all where the the whole area is blocked. So, off so one of the uh, I think one of the the you know absolutely indictable things that the the U.S. still vo- votes against is. Reserving the right to use well, them in well, the future. No, well, I, I believe either we uh, we either stopped joining it or because there was a, like a resolution or something last year oh. yeah. to 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 continue to ban them. And we did not for this one time. We didn't go with it. I wonder. I wonder who was responsible. Well, no, well, we routinely have been against. Yeah. I mean, insane things like in the UN with uh, you know. All right, let's not. At the very least, let's not do this in war. Yeah. And it'll be like in the entire UN, it'd be like us and Somalia raising their hands. Mm-hmm. And Somalia doesn't even have a government. It's just some random whack. Somalia, <laughs> Somalia <laughs> raises <laughs> their stump. Yeah. It's some that random, got blown off from a land. Random yeah. whack job that's like, you know, a warlord there. But like, yeah, it's absolutely insane the things the US will still yep. defend. Pretty much. For, well, we make money off them. That's yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Pretty sweet. Um, yeah. <laughs> The stuff with like you know, the, the chemical weapons, the, the biological weapons. It's it, it's it's madness. It's, it's all like, madness. It's all madness, dude. You know, like you should. You got to be on meth just to make it. You know? If you if you are, are are developing anything along those lines, there is you know the U.S. government can come in and just take a copy of whatever you make. Yeah. You know, legally, even though employing them in war is completely illegal internationally, but it's like well, just in case, you know. But yeah, that is that is absolutely insane. I did not know at all that the Finns were allied with I mean, Germany for yeah, any portion. Enemy of my enemy is my friend. 
Yeah, and like I guess they, and, and, and fin, Finland had said, I mean, apparently repeatedly, like we don't plan on taking anything further than our original border. Right. Um, fascinating thing about but this that. This is like 39, so like it was before yeah. pop, shit pop off. So post-war, uh, a really interesting thing that my dad told me about was that like, you know, the border hostilities post-war with Finland and the USSR were, you know, tense to say the least because of all of that history. And there was like a Finnish prime minister that just like rang up the Kremlin and was like, hey, I'm taking down my border guard. He's like, if you're going to invade, call me. And like the Russians took it as like this very friendly gesture and they enjoyed really good relations with the Finnish. Yeah. You know, thereafter, you know, they were just kind of like, what are we doing this for? Yeah. Like if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So like. I'm just going to take the chance that you might not be an asshole and, like, can we get along? And it was very well received. Huh. Yeah. Was it Khrushchev? At that time, um, I think it might have been uh, Khrushchev or the one after that I don't remember the name of. After Nikita? Uh... It's a short-lived one, but, uh... They tend to be. (laughs) All right, so listen, we got to do way more in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt, you have uh-huh. a little bit of uh, uh, freakish stuff for us. I do. I do, John. Uh, so if we have time, I'll get into the geeks, but I want to talk about some freaks first. Ooh. Geeks? Uh, because these are the ones who, uh, uh, well, it's not that they do not eat sometimes. Uh, sometimes they eat, and it doesn't work. It's like the opposite of uh, Terrare. A great episode. Uh, right, right. Terrare, the man. Terrare, yes. Who could, eat, uh, who could eat everything. Yeah. Maybe a baby. So, yeah, probably. Definitely. Seem, odds are, seems like. Uh, I want to talk about some living skeletons, as they were called. Really? And uh, there may have been some through the years, bef- but the first one we know about um, is Claude Ambrose Surratt. Claude Ambrose Surratt. Like Amb- Ambrose is the middle name? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or Claude Ambrose is his first name. It's a hyphen. Oh, God. Was he French? Uh, yes. Of course. Yeah. I, Same time as Terrer? He was born in 1797 oh. or 1798. And Terrer was like 1750, right? Uh, no, he was uh, he was around during um, um, Napoleon, Napoleon, yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's... Yeah, early 1800s. Yeah. Okay. Well, you ate a lot or a little. Yeah. <laughs> He was born in Troyes, France. Feast your famine. Yeah, Napoleon, he, he loves uh, banana splits. That's right. <laughs> he loves ice cream. Uh, he, was, uh, he was born a, a, a healthy kid, but by age 10, he had a, uh, uh, this thing called a precuts excavatum, a.k.a. a depressed chest. Ooh, and, that's so gross, mm, dude. And, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, you know, not... Caved uh, in like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hard on the eyes. Yeah. And he was the first person known as the living skeleton, or in French they called him l'homme anatomique ou le squelette vivant. Uh-huh. Anatomical man or the living skeleton. Sounds uh, much more nice that way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anatomical man sounds like... Yeah, that's a song. Yeah. Anatomical man, anatomical man. <laughs> uh, his first documentation of him is him visiting London in 1825. It's like a traveling show. 
Uh, he was when he was there. He was measured. He was five seven and mm-hmm. weighed seventy eight pounds. Oof. I wonder if you could measure uh, the amount of people saying "blimey." <laughs> when they saw him. <laughs> like, just, fuck! Do you think Purple Aki was like, nah, no thanks. <laughs> no, no thanks, bruv. Not, not getting me dick on. Still worth measuring. Oh, very much. Uh, you can see his heartbeat. Goo! That was, uh... <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! You can see it beat through his chest. <laughs> I think I've seen some stuff on World Star like that, like yeah, some yeah. crazy homeless people who, like, can do that. Ah, uh, okay. They might have the Carnopium Excavatus build. A lot of dudes on skis in Finland. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You can't, you can, you can't really see it because it's moving so fast, moving faster than the human eye. It's like a hummingbird's wings. Hey, dude, why is your nipple so blurry? So while he was in London, he was, he was then subjected to a bunch of clinical viewings. All these doctors would come in, or yeah, or people who thought they were doctors, and, and they're like, they'd go, "Hell, oh. doing no. coke." And so he was so- he was given all of these uh, 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 diagnoses, and one was the uh, 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 pectus. Uh, oh, I wrote precuts. Pectus. That's a bad mistake. Pectus excavatum. That makes sense. Uh, sternum is much flattened. This is for one of the doctors. Quote, the sternum is much flattened as though it had been driven inwards towards, inwards towards, and it just, there's a parenthesis, congenital abnormality and usually progressive so that at birth it may be unnoticeable. So it didn't start happening until, you know, he was around age 10. Hmm. Uh, Second, his heart was too low in his body. Oh, God, it's disgusting. It was like, (laughs) it was like halfway between, it was like halfway between his nipples and his belly button. Oh, yeah, that's where it goes. Halfway between his nipples and his belly button? Yeah, you know, like around. His stomach. That's where your stomach is. You don't even stop blaming the guy. (laughs) His fucking asshole. I misplaced it. This guy had the audacity to put his heart where his stomach should be. It was a heart height lower than where it normally is. That is is fucking gross. Why? (laughs) I don't know. It just is disgusting. It is, yeah. Things out of place really fuck with you, don't they? Oh, God. You you know, you see Forrest Whitaker and you're like, Jesus Christ. R-E-T-U. What? I mean, (laughs) for example, when you see somebody. Yeah. I mean, is the eye out of place? It's. To a direction. <laughs> but I mean, you understand what I mean? Like, little things, little imperfections, little slight asymmetries in this, people. These are not little. Are, are, right. That's what I'm saying. Imagine you're disgusted and you see somebody who's got, like, you know, just like an ears lower than another or not, or their nose right, right. to the side. I, I really like you talking about this a lot. When you see these people who are slightly imperfect. That's what, and now this guy's heart's where his stomach should be. His, his chest is pointing back. Backwards, <laughs> and you can see if he's nervous. Come on, man, you're gonna fuck. I lose my appetite. I'll become a bon, a bon vivant esquelette. and monotrony. <laughs> the thing with Shane Moss, the fucking the X-ray guy has been like, oh dude, you got your dick in your balls and you're gonna swallow it. You idiot. You dumb. Your stomach's your stomach's all flat. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. And what I'm saying is, imagine how freaked out you. <laughs> Given how prejudicial <laughs> and superficial we are with small imperfections that everybody has, whether it's a gap tooth Madonna or a <laughs> or a gap tooth Letterman <laughs> or gap tooth Michael Stray, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
And think about how wild we go over that. <laughs> I mean, people give, you know, Jewel uh, you know, shit for her crazy tooth. Does she have a crazy tooth? Yeah, she's got a Patricia Arquette tooth. I think it's beautiful. I love that. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, but these imperfections, Aaron, they can be beautiful. Yeah, they don't have to yeah. be destabilizing. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But <laughs> this guy... Destabilize. Well, he had more. Oh, he also had what is known as a bilateral scapular deformity. Oh, God. scapular, which means the scapula is your shoulder blade, uh, and one side was abnormally high because of the failure of the blade to descend during embryonic development no from its position in the neck to its normal position in the posterior no shit. thorax. So he had this like hunch weird. Yeah, yeah. probably helped with the bowling. <laughs> yeah, they didn't do much bowling. Count scapula. He also had um, uh, brevicalis, which is a short neck. Hmm. And he is also diagnosed with dysphagia, a.k.a. difficulty swallowing food. Jesus Christ. So every well, day... Well, it's got to go through the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, There's God. a lot going on. Oh, God. Every day he would eat a single bread roll or two to three ounces of food cut very small. Oh, And God. then he would have one glass of wine, and that was his entire intake, except maybe some water. Good for him with the wine. Yeah. <laughs> right on. I mean, you gotta, you know, you only got so much space down there. You gotta numb the pain your heart's going through if you had a fucking, you know, an oh. extra crust of bread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the Jesus diet. He's taking communion all day. Yeah. That's how he lives, so, that's how he lives forever. He also couldn't grow any hair, so he was bald. Oh! He was hmm. like the little guy in um, 300. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what he was like. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm picturing. I'll show you how to get through. Yeah. Show, show me more of these big titted harems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy is the guy that sold out the Spartans. That's what you need a picture in your yeah, head. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. So he wore a wig. and uh, <laughs> He wore He wore a wig. So this guy had a scapular degeneration, uh -huh. heart here. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, you know, uh, chest back there. Short neck. And wings! <laughs> oh, boy! Oh, boy! And so, uh, I knew you were going there, you of piece of you shit. you did. Everyone knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I'm, I get all of this info from uh, Richard H.R. Park and Maureen P. Park and their whole essay about him. And uh, they write that when he arrived in London, apparently, he took off his wig and he said to the to the women he saw, he said, I am the anatomy vivant that is come to Londres to please all the pretty lady and give them all the much satisfaction. Oh. Oh. And did he get it? Did, uh, did he give it? It didn't sound did like it. Did he give it? Did he get it? Uh, he was, uh, according to him, he was not exploited at the time, and he thanked his protectors, a.k.a. the traveling show, for helping him make money. And uh, he made some money in, in England. He returned home, uh, and this is from William Holmes' Everyday Book from 1826. He returned home, sufficiently independent, and to live at ease in his native country. And then he went around France again, making some money. 1,500 people saw him in Rouen. And then in 1826, Francisco Goya, who saw him in uh, Bordeaux Fair, was obsessed with him. And Goya drew him. Goya, the artist, the Spanish Francisco artist. Francisco Goya, Goya, yep. Oh, dude, uh, he drew shit. That was like, yeah. Anyways, stop talking about Spaniards, dude. Well, we're you know we're perennial. So. <laughs> at, at, at Bordeaux, you could see him for fifty cents or ten sous, which is a five cent piece back then. Um, and blah, blah blah. There's a whole thing. Did you actually? Here's a fun. Here's a fun fact. Uh, so the the livre, one pound silver broken in twenty solidi, or sous. 
mm-hmm. which is then broken into 12 denarii, and that is LSD, and the English system of pounds, shillings, and pence. In Ita- Italy is LSD. Mm. And hey. In How England. about that? And now, now, uh, I guess now they're all quarantined, so see where that gets you. So Goya, Goya paid, saw him, <laughs> Goya became obsessed with him, drew uh, two pictures of him. Um, or one picture of him, of the living skeleton. There's another one by George Crookshanks. Uh, but here, I'll show you boys both. Uh, is this- the bottom one is Goya. That's the Goya representation. Yeah, oh my him. god, and he's wearing like a fez. That's his wig. No, the bottom one's definitely a fez. Look at that. Wig, fez. Top fez, one. Fez top, is a the hat, top, The right? top wig. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's, it's all... like a Shriner hat? Dude, he's yeah. mad skinny, bro. <laughs> oh, the living skeleton, <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah, say. Yeah. Crookshanks really you know, draws Hulk's him. crazy. I don't know if you yeah. knew this. Did you know anything about his dick? Uh, no word on his dick. I bet he, I bet he had a micropenis and undescended testicles. Undescended? Yeah. Yeah, it did come from his parents, he's saying. No, that's a real thing. Undescended test when your balls drop. You heard that phrase? Your balls drop yet? Yeah. That that means they descended. But yeah. but but how how far they descend? Well, to where presumably yours are now, if they've descended. So presumably, I'm guessing. You never know. So you know that don't it, you know like some. Uh, so my my balls will be hugging my perineum. Pretty much, because, you, you know, your body... Or would it be inside my body? GB. Pre- pretty high balls. up there. So you know how, how some women, if they're mal... Holy fucking shit! See, Jesus what did Christ! I tell you? Yeah. What did I fucking tell you? Freaking out. This is terrifying. Yeah. I mean, he really is... <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, now, I, now think about his balls. <laughs> so you know some women Poor if they're too guys. skinny if, too, if some women are too skinny or malnourished they don't have their periods right uh-huh so it you know or, or if it happens early in life if you're malnourished you don't go through puberty mm. right so i imagine that this young gentleman here probably did not have enough body constitution to properly go through puberty and probably had undescended testicles and a little baby dick <sighs> cool he couldn't grow hair right yeah, it didn't you seem think, like you it. think your body's focusing on getting rock hard erections and dropping your big fucking juicy balls if it can't even grow hair? Yeah, you're 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 concentrating on getting the, the heartbeat, the food and yeah. the, the nourishment. Yeah, the, the food. The, yeah, the yeah. nourishment. I need again, dude. Again, my more primitive. I can't uh, replace myself like on the planet. You like sperm? I wish I had anything to. I taste. don't even know what sperm is. <laughs> Now, uh... Oh, God, this guy's disgusting. <laughs> wait, 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 it's just the first guy. <laughs> there's more guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. So, uh, Surratt, uh, there's no real record of him after the Goya piece. There's no record of his death. Um, what, Park and Park say one doctor claimed to perform a necropsy, and his skeleton was placed in the Royal College of Surgeon. They call, them, they call them necropsies back yeah. then? That's funny. Uh, in London, but there's no record of it in London. So there's no no one has any idea. The Goya skeleton is the there's there's mentions of him you know in the the book from 1826 and mm-hmm. there's various mentions, but the Goya a drawing of him is uh, basically the end of him. What if he's still walking the earth to this day? Yeah, maybe Goya has that power. Well, he's a living skeleton. Or Goya just killed him and he covered it up, you know. Quick break. Yeah, that sound like Goya. Bitburger again is Deutsches, Deutsches Bier and Despesta. Okay, but now I want to talk about the first living skeleton in America. You got to talk about it, bro. American, I, I bet you he's a much better living skeleton. Well, there's more about him. Exactly, more is better. He was born in 1788, mm. 
And so, what is that? Uh... Year of Our Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's before Surratt. It is, about, by, by a couple of years, a few um, years. And uh, now, he, normal, everything seems like a pretty normal kid. Um, he joins the, uh, the army. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was born in Connecticut in 1788. In 1812, he he's with the army, uh, with the uh, um, Randolph contingent from Randolph, Vermont. No yeah. word on what his journey was up to there. But there is uh, word that him and his contingent, the Randolph group, they're going to Plattsburgh to fight in the Battle of Plattsburgh. Mm-hmm. And they get to the river, and they already missed the battle. <laughs> nice. Convenient. And so Shocks. they want to get across the river, so they find a boat. And they get on it, and they ride it, try to ride it across the river, but it's leaking so much, it then crashes on the side of the river. They can't cross, so they all—it's the middle of a rainstorm. They all lay down on the ground and go to sleep. Oh, okay. Is and, Homeboy already a skeleton? No, he's just a normal, just a normal yep. 1812 soldier. Yep. All right. And he weighed all... about 160 pounds or so then. That's gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> He was 5'7". Back then, 5'7", yeah. 160 yeah. is a goliath. <laughs> well, he was big girl and out of control. Oh, dude. He ain't fat. He's just a little thick. You know what I'm saying? Now, now he claims while sleeping on the ground, uh, he he was affected by a severe cold, he claims. Uh-huh. And then over the next 15 years, he, he would lose... He sounds skeptical, he claims. Well, over the next... You'll find out. Over the next 15 years, he would lose 82 pounds, and no matter how much he ate, he couldn't keep any weight on. Mm. So he eventually was down to 58 pounds. 5'7", 58 pounds, still able to lift 100 pounds. Jesus Christ! Yeah. And so in 1830, he started touring uh, the Northeast, billing himself as the living skeleton. Yeah. He was in Philadelphia and then uh, traveled to London and Paris. And doctors uh, looked him over and they said, you're the most extraordinary specimen the world has ever beheld. As a direct quote. Uh, This is from the American Antiquarian Society. So you have to imagine with uh, Surrett, everything, he looks like a mess. (laughs) Right? You got that right, though. But this guy... You are a doctor. (laughs) This guy looks kind of normal, except he's insanely skinny. And no matter how much he eats... But also he's strong. Yeah. yeah, and no matter how much he eats, he, he, he can't keep the weight up. If you're fucking 82 pounds, 100 pounds is not nothing, Aaron. It's, it's Ant-Man shit. Well, like, he's nothing more than At, weighs. You can bring him to a comic book? That's <laughs> yeah, very good. He's a living skeleton. Sounds like a comic book piece of shit. <laughs> piece of shit. So do you, did he get like a... Uh, he, I bet you what happened. <laughs> Wait, what did you what? say? I bet what? you what happened. I bet you what happened. I bet you what happened. I bet you what happened. Did he get like a parasite or something? Tapeworm. Up his butthole, right? Tapeworm. So in 1830... He laid on the ground he was in a storm it. and it swam it. right up his butthole. <laughs> 1832, the Euron Reflector, one of the best newspapers out of Nor- Norwalk, uh, Ohio. Without uh, a doubt. Oh, yeah, one of the top. <laughs> F- F- Sponsor the show. <laughs> yeah. 1832, they have this celebrity note in their news- newspaper. One note ahead of their note about Chief Justice John Marshall... One note ahead of that, they write, Calvin Edson, the living skeleton, has returned to New York. Since he left the city several months ago, he lost six pounds. He still enjoys good health. Very exciting times back then. He was a celebrity. He was worth... A big fucking deal, man. Yeah. A big, skinny deal. Uh, In 1832, after he came back from Europe, they had this, this, what was called, broadside uh, printed about him. It was just kind of like, you know, pamphlet about his life and stuff. Uh, basically going through what I've 
described here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that same year, November of 1832, he dies. The British Spectator uh, newspaper, they report the following, quote, the unfortunate Calvin Edison is no longer a living skeleton. <laughs> he is now a regular skeleton. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Next story. And then they go on to say, though, the mysterious cause of his excessive emaciation has, it is said, been at length solved. Mm. The disease of which he died was Tabies mesenteries, or... Tapeworm. Hey! The worm is said to have been 12 or 14 feet in length. Oh, my God yeah. in heaven. And they were friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they it, worked uh, together. It, it gave yeah, him yeah. stock picks. <laughs> it was like venom. Here's what we think. <laughs> it's a bit of pancreas. Spleen. Delicious. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Eddie. You know how much I hate that shit. <laughs> Come on. Don't be a pussy. Oh, God. Do you think they called him a pussy? Probably. We're going, no, to, be, no. we're going to be famous, Calvin. Yeah. Uh, 1884 Albany Handbooks. It says that he gave his body to science. I could not find. Uh, then that it was preserved in embalming fluid. I couldn't I find it. I bet the worm Eddie. gave his body to science. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Signed the will. Started nudging <laughs> him over. Come on, you dead asshole. Let me get someone else. Uh, 1999. God, that is so gross. But he, <laughs> ugh, God damn feet. it. It's 1999. His uh, uh, the family, the you know, down the line, generational family. They loaned. He used to wear a tight fitting black outfit. Uh, and so uh, and they gave that to the Rand- Randolph Historical Museum in Randolph, Vermont. I don't know if it's still there, but if you're out there, check it out. I have a picture of the smell it, Randolph. Oh God! <laughs> I have a picture of the broadside uh, with a drawing of him. Oh God! Uh, Is it done by Todd McFarlane <laughs> <laughs> of Spawn and Venom fame. Oh yeah, dude. I'm, I mean, this is wearing clothes. The other guy looked like a fucking. So it was turd. straight up in the War of eighteen twelve that he got it. That he got a tapeworm. Yeah. Damn. That then. <laughs> he's a bitch. He's just eating. He's like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I eat and I eat and I eat. I guess it's just my fast metabolism. Aww. You have a tapeworm. <laughs> Before this, I used to be huge. Believe me. <laughs> oh my dear God! Imagine this guy fucking crawling around the corner. Oh God! Five seven, yeah, he's not short. Clutching your fucking pearls all day. Get away from me, you skeletonic (laughs) shit! (laughs) Give me your pearls. (laughs) It's not me; it's the worm. Yeah. Sorry, man. Thinner. Yeah, I don't know. I ate that. I met this gypsy. I ate a pie. Now I I can't keep any weight on. (laughs) Fucking piece of shit. Now the last one. Maybe, uh, probably the most famous one. Mm. This is Isaac Sprague. And I, uh, I get this from the American Sideshow by Mark Hartman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was born in East Bridgewater, Massachusetts in 1841. According to the pamphlet that eventually would be passed around by him, he had age 12. He, you know, by then he was an expert swimmer. Um, and uh, he was swimming a lot. And then something happened at age 12 where he just started losing weight. And no matter what he ate, he couldn't keep it on. Uh, he and a lot of folks, they thought, well, he was probably just swimming too much. <laughs> Burned too many calories. What? Yeah. Uh, when was he born? 1841. In the United States of America. East Bridgewater, Massachusetts. Hey. Mm-hmm. Go Bridgewater. Uh, so so uh, he just kept living his life. And uh, he worked for his parents. His dad was a shoemaker at first. He worked there. And then his dad opened up a grocery. And he worked there. But uh, not a good look. Have a skinny-ass grocer. Yeah. 
come come enjoy all the finest fruits that nature's bounty has to offer. <laughs> it's they're so delicious. <laughs> oh boy, can't wait to dig in. <laughs> I saw a thing today that I was talking about the red lettuce grown on the International Space Station. Yeah, is just as healthful. As yeah. regular, oh, I'm like, is that well, a word? It's probably because you read it in the Guardian. It was just like on Reddit or whatever. Healthful? Healthful. I don't like that word. No, no, no. It, but it is. I think it's grammatically. Correct. It sounds like um, I'm, I'm sure it is, but also it's like, what? Like, it sounds like natural taste or whatever they say. Where it's like it's natural a, flavoring. That's the one. All like, right, that's, that's flavoring. not a real it's thing. A but yeah, they were saying that like. If you want to fucking grab some of this shit on your way to Mars, you can. Yeah, yeah, red lettuce is cool. I could eat lettuce for twenty-five years. Yeah, which is full of nutrients. (laughs) Red lettuce is nutrients. It's just yeah, nutrients because there's no nutrients (laughs) in it. It's just as healthful, meaning zero. (laughs) It is the equivalent of water and no fiber. At least at the space station, they make it with piss. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, probably better for you. Mm. Maybe just drink the piss. Yeah. Man, red lettuce is okay. It's okay. You've had it? Red lettuce? Yes. Yeah. It's You've never seen red lettuce? It it's works. really purple. No, I haven't seen it. What? Huh? See? I mean, you gotta That's... get out more. You gotta take your coat off. Yeah, bro. You need to... yeah, yeah, you gotta say stay a while. <laughs> And that's why I haven't seen red lettuce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my coat's on. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a it's a symbol of a bigger thing. Yeah, it's a symptom of a larger whole <laughs> spectrum of pathologies. It's a symptom of a larger speculum. For, uh... <laughs> it's a quite a large speculum. <laughs> All right, fair enough, guys. All right, so uh, uh, his parents uh, his parents die. He has trouble finding work after that, and, um, and he's a skeleton. Yeah, and in 1865, he's 24 years old, and he's... Nobody will hire me. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah. They're all the same guy. <laughs> he's 24 years old, 1865, and there's a traveling sideshow that comes through town, and he mm. stops in there, and the guy's like, you, you Holy should be here. Shit. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. You're watching us? <laughs> Drop that head of red lettuce and get up here, you freak. <laughs> Holy shit. Have you seen this freak that's with it? You're, you're missed. You're all fired. Oh, God. You let this guy live? <laughs> so the owner uh, offers him a position in the traveling show. Uh, from there, he travels around, and then eventually he's like, this is good, but he hears about Barnum in New York. He goes uh, to New York. PT. Gets, uh, gets a, a job with P.T. Barnum, hey. and according to his pamphlet at the audition, uh, quote, Mr. Barnum stood very near me, and I overheard him say to his agent, pretty lean man, where did you scare him up? <laughs> well, you got, if he just goes, then you got to scare him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. This fucking real thin freak is going to make us rich. <laughs> well, thank you for coming in, Mr. Uh... <laughs> I still have hearing. <laughs> My other muscles are emaciated. My Mr. Barnum? Due to the lack of fat tissue surrounding my skeleton, uh, sound reverberates and twice the efficiency as 
normal human being, I can hear, I can hear my heartbeat. <laughs> Luckily, my skull protects my brain from the tapeworm. <laughs> I can hear the blood flowing through my vessels. I can hear you think, Mr. Barnum. I can hear you think. Yeah, in all seriousness, PT is probably somebody we should do a oh, profile. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That guy is just, man, holy shit. Like, so on what? the edge of everything and... Oh, yeah. Just the most American story, but also, like, the fucking most... Most American story. Yeah. So, Barnum takes him in, and his job is to then stand in Barnum's... What uh, Barnum has is called... His called uh, Barnum's American Museum. Ah. And so, Bar what Barnum did is he bought out another museum, and then he took over another museum, <laughs> and then he just put them together... To make his own museum. So you will be my coat hanger. <laughs> you stand here. <laughs> okay, so he's doing, he's doing what exactly? He's just standing there. Because in Barnum's museum, he combined the Shutter Museum, which I don't know what was in that, and Peel's Museum, which I'm not sure, I don't know what was in that either. But he combined these museums, and then he adds his own shit to it. And so in these museums, it is Barnum American Museum. There's a model of Niagara Falls, hmm. uh, a mermaid diorama of the removal of the remains of Napoleon. You just glossed over mermaid. The Fiji mermaid. I don't know what the, the F. It's a fake. It's a fake. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, you you dice up like uh, a, a thing a certain and way, a and it, it looks yeah. I mean, these are all things that we should get. Like the hat. What is the Happy Family? What is the what is it? The lightning calculator, the hippopotamus, whales, alligators, prize babies, big dogs, prize poultry, Tom Thumb and his wife, the Belgian giant, Commodore Nutt, Minnie Warren. Commodore Nutt, a.k.a. Sam. Calvin Edison, the living skeleton, Julia Pastrana, the bear woman, Madagascar albinos, oh. a regiment of giants, dwarfs, fat boys and girls. Oh. Collection of minerals, shells, stuffed birds, and animals. That's probably what I got from the other museums. This party had everything. <laughs> exactly. Stuffed shells, midgets, rhinos, hippopotamus. Tom Thumb and his wife. <laughs> Madagascar albinos. 14-foot tapeworms. Fiji mermaids. <laughs> so, but then... He hasn't even... Edison, has, Edison hasn't even been there a year. July 13th, 1865... The museum catches fire and burns down. Yeah. And Edson escapes, and, mo like, none of the animals escape. Why would him not moving be more of an attraction than him being a living... You know what I mean? Well, like, he, well, he, I mean, he's in... A, he probably has, like, a, a, a like a 4 by 4 enclosure where it's not like... He's not, like, in a cage, but it's just, like... That's he's an attraction. That's a, yeah. You know, he where you stand. He, he's like those guys that you see, like, on boardwalks that are, like... <laughs> I was thinking the, the guys like painted themselves silver and act like robots. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Okay. He was like that. Yeah, but they didn't have robots, so like <laughs> he was a skeleton. So uh, July thirteenth, uh, eighteen sixty-five, the museum catches fire, and it burns down, and Edson escapes. Yeah, he rode the updrafts of the heat. <laughs> yeah, because like a, a paper but plane. I, I, I just want you to imagine. <laughs> This scene. Okay. The whole town is like, oh, there's a fire. They all run out. Firefighters show up. 
One of them, like, there's this, one of them is dragging out uh, like a, a stuffed owl. There's another one who's stuck to like a Pee Wee Herman at the pet shop. There's, there, there's another one who's stuck to a wax figurine. Is pulling that out. And as as they're pulling all of these out, as, as they're pulling all of these out, like from the balconies, like the fat man and these giants and dwarves are like climbing out of this burning yeah. building. There's a skeleton dragging an obese person. <laughs> <laughs> the mermaid is swimming in the wax. <laughs> we saw it's, the, it's basically the end this of fire in the woods. Yeah, this yeah. fire is so bad we saw skeletons running out of it. <laughs> Griffins so and hot. the Hellraiser Cinnabites are running around. Gigabytes. <laughs> Trillabytes. It's the end of Cabin in the Woods. That's just Yeah, in essence, that's pretty close to it. Really wanted a merman. Hmm. So uh, he escapes, uh, and uh, from there, he uh, kind of he moves on. And uh, he, when he moves on, he uh, starts a family. He meets this lady, starts a family with her. Oh my god! She be like regular size and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's. Um, you have to remember, he 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 is. Uh, he's not like he's not short. He's just really skinny. Oh sure. yeah, because chicks they'll deal with the skinny as long as you're I mean, not back under six then, feet you know, tall. He was making he was making eighty dollars a week. Hey, that's for while he was there, which is about uh, twenty uh, twelve uh, one thousand two hundred fifty dollars today. Hmm. So not bad for a week. Yeah. If he had been there for a whole year, that's something right there. Yeah, you know? Massachusetts, it's livable. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's what's not so here. he married a lady. New England. He married a lady. He had three normal kids. Here's a picture of all of them together. Oh, God. Oh! <laughs> no! She fucked him? Big time, baby. Oh, God. At, at least three times. Ew, ew. You love Dude, it. This Come is on. fucking gross. No, Wait, you like that wearing? so much. No, bro. Yeah, this, you like you know it a lot. This looks like, um, this looks like weird, you... weird AIDS, uh, Somali, like real, bro. This is gross. Weird AIDS Somali, this is gross. Can you say anything more <laughs> fucked up on this show? Like the you total psycho? Dude, this is really bad. His head is normal, but the rest is bad. The holy hell is he saying? You know what I'm talking about, right? No. Not Nobody you. can I'm see the picture, I'm you dumb fuck. Matt. Matt, you understand what I'm talking yeah, about. But not, it's I, like, you, you know that National Geographic picture with the vultures stalking the little starvation baby? Oh, your face says it all, you freak. You know exactly what I'm talking about. No, I don't know what you're talking about at all. Look at how his joints are huge. Yeah, his... he looks like the other guy. No, and he has a... a photograph. Those were sketches. <laughs> yeah. But these children are healthy. God the, bless them. The woman is appropriately uh, plump. To... I think she makes up for... The, the, thank God. I think he shot it into her. <laughs> what? Huh? Yeah, I think he was normal size, and then he shot his weight into her. No, no, that's not how the story goes at all. I made up, I retconned it. Okay. No. Yeah, you... I, I, I used to be 200 pounds, then I emptied a couple of loads in the old missus here. Jesus Christ. Come on, let me retcon it. I don't think we can let you retcon it at but all. But at, look at how gross that is. It's, I mean, yeah, he looks emaciated, and it's... It's, it's off-putting. It, yeah, it is, but also... The family's healthy, which is nice. I'm not yeah, focused agreed. on the family. I'm sorry. I should. Well, be. Uh, you should have focused on the family. You got to yeah. focus on the family. <laughs> focus get, on the family. You got to focus on the family. Every life is precious. Uh, also, all of those kids look like her. 
<laughs> and not like him. There's, these are three uh, healthy, non-skinny boys, and they all look like her. And it seems so like what was his deal? He went see, and he's also he's also like a good nine inches away from all of them clustered together. Yeah. So, so it seems like they might have a little bit of a you know Aversion. attitude towards him. <laughs> if you could not, Dad, if you just could not be in the picture this time. Yeah, it's um, we're really more uh, mama's boys than we are, you know. Apple of our father. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> I don't think I checked. Skeleton it. scions or whatever. <laughs> so he uh he 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 was a, he swam is <laughs> Yes. That was the Oh boy, man. That so is, um it's haunting. Haunting. Got to be a tapeworm. It's got to be a tapeworm. So he Hookworm? Uh, oh, do you say bookworm? Hookworm? Yeah, he was a bit of a bookworm. <laughs> yeah, he burns a lot of calories. Yeah, it's kind of a shutterbug too. <laughs> So he uh, he has this family, and everything seems to be going well. But then he develops a gambling problem, oh. and um, by age forty four, gambling is also a parasite. <laughs> yes, very true. Uh, he has a gambling problem. He can't keep a normal job. Uh, so eventually, he joins Barnum again, and he tours America and overseas. Uh, by age forty four, he's five six. He weighs forty three pounds. He has to keep. He carries a flask of milk around his neck. Milk. Yeah. Yikes. Because anytime he's like feeling, uh, you know, he's not taking in a lot of nutrients. Anytime he's feeling like he's about to faint, he drinks the milk. Is it cow's milk? Jesus. That'll keep him. Keep him upright. Yeah. It's not. It's not oat milk. That's not goat milk either. Almond milk. Uh, Then 1887, in poverty, he is 46. He dies. Separated from his wife and family, dies mm. of uh, asphyxia, Whoa. and he is diagnosed with extreme progressive muscular atrophy. Okay, and that was the deal. Yeah, that was the deal. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But did they even look up his butt? <laughs> oh, wait, what? Well, I mean, did you they think there's still a worm? Definitely, I'm hundred percent convinced. You don't get that kind of atrophy like that without AIDS or a parasite. That does like uh, maybe a, what muscular, you're saying from the muscular swimming? atrophy just means muscular atrophy. It's just just like oh his, yeah, his, mu- can't just... his muscles wasted away. It's not a disease. That's a that is just a description of a condition. I see. Muscular atrophy is not something you catch. It's not something you just develop. There's right. got to be a reason you get it. So like, you think it's the, possible maybe you had a a, some, a worm for a while. For sure, and then, or or maybe he had, he was anorexic or something. I mean, yeah, you know that that's that's a disease. Yeah, right. The the muscular atrophy is the symptom that you can describe, but that looking at you... that is really, <laughs> boy, that is haunting and really hurts my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and so you created your own ending that you demand is the truth. I'm because you're he's, uncomfortable. He's, he's <laughs> yeah, you're retconning the fucking yeah. the history books be like, no, I do that a worm, dude. I'm telling you. Well, they didn't give any reason. They did not. What What was their other reason? He swam too much? Well, they said it was like chronic atrophy or like, is that? Progressive that? muscular atrophy. Progressive muscular. That doesn't mean shit. How the that, fuck do you know? A He's dis- a doctor. You're <laughs> not. That's just a description of the condition he was in at death. Yeah, but it was progressive. What? Like Bernie like Sanders? <laughs> <laughs> I got the socialism worm. Oh, oh God. Oh.
You got anything else? I got some geeks, but uh, uh, dude, that is so gross, dude. Nice. Well, I, I mean, uh, really nice stuff. I probably can do this quickly. Yeah. So the geek. You are you familiar with the phrase? I I I. You told me about this recently, but I I don't remember because, uh, I I don't know. It 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 did shock me that I I didn't know it was a specific thing. Mm-hmm. The the geeks. Uh, the geek. <laughs> we got damned. Uh, so the geek. I I didn't really know what it was. I knew the phrase wasn't exactly you know the nerd. Right. Uh, but isn't the, it also kind of an emaciated? Freak kind of thing. Uh, I honestly I don't know. Uh, I I know that the term of the, the way we think of it now is not the original term, right? Um, you know, and I remember the you know the first time I there's, you know, Bob Dylan has a song. Um, I believe it's Mr. Jo- uh, it's not well, Mr. Jones is the character in it, but he says you know uh, you go watch the Geek, and he immediately walks up to you and says, "How's it feel to be such a freak?" Mm-hmm. And you say impossible as he hands you a bone. And I was like, okay, I never I never looked that up, but I always knew there was something about it. And the geek is the carnival sideshow that eats whatever comes into his cage. Oh, yikes. And this has been a thing for a long time. And, you know, there are variations of it. Um, you know, this, from, this is from the Big Book of Freaks where... Uh, one of the originals uh, was a French entertainer named uh, uh, Dufour. Uh, he would take a cat, no, no, rip it apart, no, no, no. Oh, God damn and it. then eat live. Yeah, God damn it! He would eat piece by piece, and then he would pull the cat out of his mouth, fully formed. No. Mm-hmm. Like, and the cat would walk upright. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bro, I don't. Like I that. feel so much better. <laughs> Start baking bread on your chest, <laughs> little cat skeleton. Oh my god! You'd love that. It's so gross. It's like his stomach is like those um, Thai ladies' vaginas from Thailand. Those, <laughs> you know, like, they can put like quarters and bottles up there, and they can give you from cra- Thailand. Well, yeah. Well, is, he, is the qualifier? Yeah, well, from Thailand. Not, not from Hollywood. Oh, like it's not like what they're doing in Kentucky, right? You get it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, wow. Good job. <laughs> well, they can give you correct change and stuff. I don't know anything about... Okay, you know the ping pong shows? Yes. Okay. Now imagine instead of ping pong balls, it's currency. And then you on the uh, as a patron freak at the audience, which you are, you say, <laughs> oh, 45 baht or whatever it is for the currency. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, clink, 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 clink. With their vagina muscles, and then gives you correct change. Wow! So it's like that. Instead, it's this guy's mouth, and the money is a cat's carcass. Yeah, it's the exact same. Well, there's a pussy involved. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the etymology of, of geek is that um, it's it means fool or freak. Fool. So or it, freak. It, it's been a, a term that for centuries just it's a catch-all. It's a catch-all. Hmm. But um, in before. Nerd speak, it was a thing applied to, you know, in these traveling freak shows, the person who would shove a t- bunch of stuff in their mouth. Oh, God, it's so sick. Now, it wasn't always, you know, tear up a cat. Um, there was a French entertainer named Mark Norton, and what he would do is he would drink 40 glasses of water, 
or beer without pausing, just chug them down, and then he would spit the whole thing like through a hoop or something. Jesus fucking Christ! Why is that the do- one that gets you? No, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Why are these sons of bitches always French also? <laughs> that, is well, I mean, that is a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. Now, um, well, you know what? They, they, were, they were an empire at the time. Yeah, true, yeah. So there's true. more more, more spotlight on, sure. Very good. Uh, you know, uh, but also, it, he, it wasn't just water. He would also uh, swallow 12 frogs and six goldfish. And then he would, um, you know... Swirl them around in his stomach, what was and his then name? Uh, Mark Norton. Hi, and, and I'm then... <laughs> Mark Norton, and welcome to Jackass. <laughs> and he would, yeah, he would spit them all out into a bowl, and he would say, "I never lost a pet." Oh God! And uh, here is here Except is that cat. Here's an advertisement from when he was touring Germany. Uh, Mark Norton das Menschliche Aquarium. Mark the human Norton, aquarium. The human aquarium. Whoa, that is pretty cool, man. It also, they painted, oh, that's the tuxedo tails, but it looks like a ball sack. You'll get it when you see it, John. That's a pretty cool painting. I kind of like is. that one, that's actually. Really good. That's a really good ad. A very of the time. Look at that. Hmm. Those, those are not his balls. That is the tuxedo tails. Yeah. But he, And he does not have two heads. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. Just to clarify. Right, <laughs> very good. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're very yeah, I'm, you know, it's simple. It's simple. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Just want to let you know. It's I not... don't understand. Wait, are these his balls? <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, and and, and uh, in in Poland, there was a a popular Jewish performer uh, named uh, Moish Feierstein. Moish Feierstein. And. Uh, Feierstein, and uh, he would his phrase was "eat in good health," and what he would do is he would swallow dozens of frogs, frogs and mice, and then do the same thing. Mazel tov. And uh, what, he would like barf them up. Yeah, and uh, he did that in Warsaw. But they come up circumcised. He <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. You take a tiny little nibble on the way down. <laughs> He's in the noted Edward Portney book, Freaks, Geeks, and Strongmen, Warsaw Jews and Popular Performance, 1912 to 1930. Damn. He's, he's actually, it's a pretty fascinating book. Here's a picture of Moisture. Does he look like he circumcised a lot of frogs? Oh, man. This is, <laughs> this is straight up Nazi propaganda, man. This is... Oh boy! What, I mean, it, it does I mean, seem like good fun. It, I mean, except for the frogs. No, it's a mice. hell of a hell of a showman, Moisha Feierstein's. Wow. And, uh, just here's a quick little aside here. Um, there was nothing ostensibly Jewish about Feierstein's act. In fact. Ingesting frogs and mice is clearly contrary to Jewish law. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the least kosher thing you can do. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck. That's crazy, dude. And this is... This is the cover of the book. A strong man. That one. Oh, wow. That is a strong man. Wow, man. But that, of course, is you know that is part of the geek shtick, yeah. the swallowing and spitting. But, but also the the uh, the uh, forty glasses of water is so like that's just yeah. I, I guess it's because it's nonstop. 
You know? But also, like, if you're going to... Well, keep not it. not kill these things right. and vomit them up. Like you got to have like a shitload of water in your stomach. But also, yeah, yeah for sure, the uh, vast amount of water in any eating contest is like kind of like the key to victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah softening up the hot dog buns. Yeah, but the real geek brings us back to Goya, like uh, the Book of Freaks does, uh, and it points to Goya's painting of God Kronos eating his young. Yes, you know, that one. I, just that, is, that one is it's gnarly. F- yeah, nightmare inducing. Because the real the real geek is the one who eats, swallows, and keeps everything. Oh, like doesn't spit it back up? Like Terrell. Yeah. Like Nicholas Wook of England, who could down a whole sheep, 84 rabbits, or 30 dozen pigeons in one sitting. 30 dozen? Mm-hmm. Pigeons are small, you know. 30 dozen pigeons? There's not a lot of meat on them. Dude. For the love of God, this Matt. Don't underplay this, this 30 <laughs> dozen. This meth head Finnish guy had a, a tiny little jaybird, and he lasted him two weeks. This guy's eating 30 dozen pigeons? Sure. sure. Pigeons? Yeah. Uh, back then, they were emaciated, too. <laughs> then a Siberian jay? What did it find? One twig? One <laughs> twig of steel. Jesus <laughs> Christ. The real geeks. <laughs> they kept it all. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Poser ass geeks spitting it up. But the carnival geek, usually a drunk they would find in town, would pay him, would be a guy who, at the freak show, would sit in a cage, chewing on bones, and then when the crowd grew big enough, the barker would throw him snakes. Or chickens. Ooh, yikes. And he would rip the heads off of them Carpet and eat them. sandwich. And that was the whole thing. And he'd get paid in money or booze or whatever it took Pigeons for him just snakes. to eat shit. Did they ever make him eat shit? <laughs> Here's a nice piece of shit. Burp. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the, old, the only issue is that there really isn't a lot of Meat on the documentation snake. about... Who the geeks were, because usually it was like a drifter. Or like... <laughs> There's no intimate diary of the yeah. geeks. Yeah, I ate so much shit tonight. It really sucked dick big time. But but also I'll eat that. <laughs> it didn't suck dick. I... The plight, the plight of I geek. No, there's not, there's, there's not a lot of documentation about the most shameful career you could ever have. Yeah, they probably ate it. Yeah. They, they probably wrote great diaries, but then just. You know, mm-hmm. He's freaking out. Of it's so, but it's so. Of course, of course. Well, yeah. He wouldn't. It wouldn't be a great expose. <laughs> yeah. My time as a geek, yeah. where my master would come in and be like, "Eat this fucking hard drive, you piece of shit." <laughs> yes, now the geeks they run in squads. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> and also there there are people who like they'll they'll eat like. Uh, uh, like an eighth, like they eat like a a gram of metal a day, and, yeah, and then, they'll like, then I just ate a motorcycle, and you're like, yeah. okay, well, yeah, eat sure. Well, yeah, it was that guy that ate the plane, yeah, and stuff, yeah. Monsieur Toot everything, Monsieur mm-hmm. Mister Eat everything, yeah. Called. Uh, there is one slightly documented 
uh, geek, and it's kind of amazing, because uh, she's also a lady. Hell well, yeah. that. Well, I know, I know, I know. Uh, don't let me. Don't fluid make me, gender. Don't gender make, fluid. Don't make me educate you. There's no on such thing as gender. The, yeah. the, the liberal hoax of gender. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now, uh, according to... Don't do it. <laughs> I'll do I'll fucking do it. All the sources I could find about this uh, person... Yeah, yeah. No, you're talking human. We're all just like circular... Hum- Humex. They all said the... Humex. Hum- they, there's no man. There's Humex. They all said the same thing, and it was all like... They all referenced each other, it seemed like. So this is basically... The Book of Freaks is basically the... Uh, is what I'll use. Uh, her name was Ver- Veronica Shant. That and according to all of the sources, she loved her job, uh, eating chicken heads or field mice or God. snake heads. Oh my, uh, oh my God! Oh my God! And of, when uh, a chick does it, it's the so best bad. job I could ever ask for. I can't get enough stuff in my mouth. <laughs> and according to their source, she could make half the marks throw up just from watching. I guess it's the sign of a good Are show. Are you kidding? This is like legalporno.com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's yeah. up, pussies? You ready for a show? <laughs> you want to see me eat some stuff and I, you won't be able to hold down your lunch? <laughs> You're not even eating anything. <laughs> Fucking pussy. See if you can last five minutes without barfing. You won't last five minutes watching this show. Gastroenterologists hate this chick. If you believe in gender, which you don't, dare you not to puke. Uh, so then she uh, eventually she did get married. Uh, they split up when she was pregnant. And uh, she had the child immediately placed into an institution and then went back to her job. Jesus oh, fucking Christ. boy. At least she didn't eat it. Well, yeah. Did she eat the placenta? <laughs> Lots of normal people eat the placenta. I mean, maybe she figured this is probably not a good place for a kid to grow up. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I don't know. I'm not saying a freak show isn't. But when your mother's just devouring stuff in a cage. Well, there's always going to be food. <laughs> <laughs> food? I would. That most of that is not is uh, food. Food's relative. Food for who? <laughs> You're just breastfeeding gigabytes from the hard drive. Uh, <laughs> you ain't this <laughs> babe. They usually don't make B drives, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's all pretty, pretty sad. So, so during pregnancy, the dude left. It didn't say yeah, who. She, ironically, like, she maybe she his ass. left the dude. Maybe the carnival. Left town, yeah, okay. Who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> and, but what, wouldn't it be fucked up if she didn't, though? If she didn't eat ass? Yeah. But she ate everything else? Yeah. I'm like, come on, what gives? <laughs> You're inventing a conflict that doesn't exist. <laughs> it's there. It's there. It's there. Sure. All right. Just let me build my yeah, own just fantasy descend world. Descend from the mm-hmm. ski slopes and come yeah, back to uh-huh. us. <laughs> <laughs> You mean was that a was that a joke about the Finnish guy? <laughs> was that a joke about me personally? It? <laughs> it was a joke about you. Just as you come back from the ski slopes, just you know, throw away your machine gun and just come back to normal uh, life. Sp- spit out your Soviet <laughs> J. Yeah, get off the meth. Put the weight back on. <laughs> that is. Do you have any? Cool pictures of her. Uh, <laughs> no, the only one I have are just the the fake ones they drew for any, any, nude, freaks. any nudes. But uh, that's is. that's freaks and geeks for you. Oh boy, 
Freaks and geeks, pretty hot stuff. <sighs> These geeks just mowing down stuff. It's gross. Just, yeah. And I think uh, now it's a, it's all kind of coming back to me. Is is the the kind of the evolution of the word geek from this consumer of all things? Is that kind of uh, become the? That's a very good hypothesis, Aaron. Uh, yeah, I would say that's I does it become the what? The, well, the, 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 the geek is, is now the, the person that has all can't of, get enough of instead of you know snakes and uh, rattlesnakes and pigeon heads and cats. Mm-hmm. It's you know uh, data or you know well, it was, I mean, it was it was certainly, but also um, it you know just pejorative as I the culture change. It was a, a big joke in Sanford and Son. Uh-huh. So that was part of it because that, and I think that's helped oh, shape saying, it into nerds. Oh, you're such a geek. Yeah. Hmm. But, but, you know, so. I'm coming home. You know, the. My son's a geek. Without the freak show, the idea, there's not the absurdity of chewing the heads off chickens. No, right. It's just like you're a weirdo. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. That's fair enough. That is pretty weird. It's pretty weird, wild stuff. It is eccentric. Certainly. I think uh, um, I have I have a, a hot button thing, but I think I'm going to save it for next episode. Because, Hell oh, yeah! Very nice. We uh, we filled up. Um, what's the the freaks and geeks take a minute? They Dude. do. You know what yeah. I mean? With all that shit they're eating. Yeah. And you know, plus we had you know your fucking meth head finished fucking weirdo who we also know? ate animals. Yeah. Once. Well, or one. Yes. One. Probably a bunch of ass. And a finch. And you. <laughs> Stupid. In a finch? Hey, dude, man. What's your secret? <laughs> you know, Not Rambo right. 1, but the right. 2. We you know, cut yeah, up yeah, like, yeah. Like, like it was in the Siberian <laughs> tundra for three days. 94 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Not the one, but the was all puffy, but that was it. chips? The paws. The ball, yeah, the eyes in that scene, incredible. All right. I'm going to save this this profile I've had for three weeks that I am <laughs> insanely excited about for next week. Hell yeah. When we have uh, our guest um, that I'm not going to say the name of, but uh, we're going to have another guest, and it's going to be a, a fine show, and I am, in, I am so psyched about... The insanity of this little profile I'm going to bring to you guys. Fantastic. Um, I'm so excited. I'm so ex- very ex- excited. Um, I'm going to say goodnight. My name is John Fahey. My name is Aaron Pita. Mepperso. Good night, everybody. We love you. Network.